Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, uh, yeah, here I am, the original H-B-I-C, Katie motherfucking Void. And on today's installment of the Ambitious Podcast, we're going to be talking all about the most important things in life. And the reason why I'm talking about this is actually because I had this crazy experience during a vacation that I just had, and I'm going to tell you all about it, and I'm going to be raw and real and vulnerable. I hope I don't cry like I cried like a little fucking baby, like a little baby bitch on my Ambitious app. If you haven't gone over to the Ambitious app yet to watch that video, I think it's going to be extremely entertaining and titillating, and I've had so much response. I'm talking about hundreds of DMs and text messages and emails just thanking me for my vulnerability, which honestly, when I was doing it, I was so freaking embarrassed, dude. Like I came on my app to just address my girls on my app and have a conversation. And then literally all of a sudden, I just started bawling like a baby and I could not get my shit back together for like an hour. And then I was so deep in the crying and the freaking just exposing myself that I was just like, fuck it. We're on this magic carpet ride at this point and there ain't no turning back. (laughs) And that's just like what happened. So this whole podcast came out of this legit breakdown that I had uh, a couple weeks ago on my app. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that hindsight is obviously 2020. And like looking back on it now and having the experiences and the epiphanies and the awakenings and the evolutions that I've had in the last couple weeks, I actually realize now that that breakdown was actually a breakthrough. And I think that we really have to as HBICs, as ambitious women, realize that when we're feeling not so fresh and when we're just like lost and alone and scared and angry and sad and we feel triggered and traumatized and all the things that a lot of us have felt, especially in the last couple years, it's not that you're bad. It's not that life is bad. It's actually that you're doing shit that does not align with who you are, where you're going, and who you desire to be. So here we are. I got my mic in my hand now. I mean, I am like kung fu gripping this motherfucker because I'm, I just, I need to. I'm like a stand-up comedian. I always need a mic in my hand. All right. So before I start this, though. I want to let you in on a little 411. We have totally done a crazy upgrade to the Ambitious app. If you haven't joined my Ambitious app yet, head on over to the show notes to join the Ambitious app. It's right there. Just scroll down in those show notes wherever you consume a podcast, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or whatever, and join the Ambitious app because when I tell you what I am going to be offering on that ambitious app. It is worth 
tens of thousands of dollars. So everything is going to be going forward on my Ambitious app. A28P, my audiobook, Business Mistress Mind. So that's a, biz- a business coaching program that I created. That's the one that Candace Marino, the LA facialist, took. It's life freaking changing. Every sound healing, every breath work, yoga, workouts, recipes, meal plans, sound healing, freaking you name it, anything that I've ever done, all of my educations with all of my spiritual leaders and my shaman and my feng shui master and Victoria Duke and Amanda Greco and Caitlin Holston and a plethora of other people that have educated on the Ambitious app. Everything is there in a library, in perpetuity, forever and ever, amen. And everything that I've already created and anything that I will create going forward, full moon rituals, new moon rituals. I pull tarot cards all the time for you guys. I do lives in there. I educate. I entertain. We do shadow work. It's empowering. It's motivational. So if I had to break down everything that you're going to be getting on that ambitious app, it actually would be tens of thousands of dollars. And you get full access to me on the Ambitious app because if you've ever been on the Ambitious app, you know that you can DM me and I'm the one that's responding back to you. So if you have any questions, um, I'm going to be doing live coaching, Q&As, the whole nine yards. No one in the motivational, transformational, evolutionary space that I'm in is doing anything like this. And they're certainly, if they are doing something like this, they're not giving the amount of service and value that I bring to the table. So what I'm telling you is for tens of thousands of dollars worth of education, empowerment, tools, the whole nine yards, you're going to be able to get all of this for the early access price of $88.88 a month, or you can pay in full for the year for $888.88, okay? So I have never sold anything in my life as low of a price point. And like I said, you're going to be getting everything that you've ever wanted. I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars worth of coaching for the low price of either $88.88 a month or $888.88 for the year, okay? So if you're interested, DM me on the app or you can email me at hello at kbmfc.com. And what I will do is as we... Um, build out the app that's going to be happening over the next couple weeks. And when we launch the early access, you will get notified first. Okay. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I get hundreds of messages a week asking how to work with me. And unfortunately, and fortunately, uh, I am not taking on any new one-on-one mentorship clients. The only thing that I'm doing right now is VIB days, but I only will do a VIB day, which is a full day of coaching with me in person, or you, we could do it virtually, but obviously I like it in person better. Um, you have to do that after you've actually gone through um, a plethora of things that I have to have you do before we work in that capacity. Number one, read Ambitious the book. If you haven't already purchased Ambitious the book, you can go. Um, on my website, kbmc.com. It's in the show notes and purchase your hardcover copy of the book and I will actually sign that book. 
Or if you're part of the Ambitious app, the audiobook is only going to be available there and that will be part of everything else that you're getting in the Ambitious app, okay? So if you haven't read my book yet and you don't belong to the app, don't ask me to work with you one-on-one, okay? I'm just putting it out there. I'm not doing it anymore because the amount of education, empowerment, value, service that I give on my app, it far it supersedes really working with me one-on-one. And I love to do one-on-one stuff, but I feel like lately it's like people want to work one-on-one with me so I can validate their feelings and half of their feelings are wrong because they're so stuck in hypnotic rhythm that they don't want to do the fucking work. And I am not a babysitter. I don't, I didn't, I didn't come this far to only come this far, honey. So if you are ready to go to the next level, join the Ambitious app. Like I said, you can DM me on the app. You can DM me on Instagram. It might take a little bit longer to get back to me on it, me to get back to you on Instagram, or you can email me at hello at kbmfc.com so that you will be the first to know about when the app drops so you can get that early access price. Okay. So the most important things in life. Where do I begin? So I'm going to be totally honest, real, and vulnerable with you. And I'm going to do another podcast about my experience with this because I feel like even though it has a lot to do with what I'm talking about today, I don't want to kind of mar the two things and get people confused. But pretty much what happened to me was I went on vacation with my husband. We went to Grand Cayman. If you've never been there before, it was dope AF. It was one of the mo- my most favorite places literally on the earth. And I've been a lot. I've been all over the world. And we went to Grand Cayman and I was on the plane and Spirit just spoke to me. And Spirit was just like, This is going to be the first vacation that you go on, that you're going to eat whatever you want and you're not going to feel guilty about it and you're not going to beat yourself up. Now, I've had some health problems in the last six to nine months and I cannot drink alcohol, which has changed my life. And I'm going to also add how that has changed my life in that podcast that I'm going to do about what I'm going to talk about. So... I can't drink alcohol. So before I would just get blackout drunk from the time that I would like get up in the morning to the time I would go to bed on vacation every night. And it just wasn't fun. And it's so funny how God works in mysterious ways where God's like, you ain't gonna drink anymore, bitch, because you can't because it's gonna fuck with you, right? Because your health stuff. So this has been the first vacation that I didn't drink, which was weird, right? Because like I said, I would get blackout from the time I would wake up to the time I go to bed. That was like vacation to me, just getting drunk, which now I look at that. I'm like, what the fuck were you doing, bitch? But, you know, we're growing, we're evolving, we're trying our best here and ambitious. So I said to myself, what would vacation be like without alcohol? And then eating whatever you want to eat whenever you want to eat it. And after you eat it, not beating yourself up and not having this internal dialogue of like, you're a fat pig, you shouldn't eat that, look at you. like, And I'm being vulnerable with you. I don't. I hope this doesn't trigger people, and if they have um, disordered eating or they're recovering from an eating disorder. But I've had disordered eating most of my life, and I really thought that I healed it. But if I, as a 42-year-old woman, still eat and then have shame around eating or guilt around eating, or I beat myself up around eating, like I obviously I'm not healed, right? So I said, okay, Katie, you're gonna let yourself eat whatever you want to eat whenever you want to eat it. I ate really well. I didn't go crazy. Uh, If you were following me on Instagram, but more importantly, my app, you you could see all the food that I ate. I was posting it because I do love food. Food is like one of my favorite things in the world. 
So I didn't eat crazy, but like, you know, in the morning I would have like eggs and I would have like a waffle with like, um, you know, fresh fruit. And then like a couple hours later I would get like fish tacos. And then like a couple hours later for dinner, like I would have a beautiful dinner. We went to Eric Repair's restaurant, Blue, which is, he's a Michelin star chef. That was an amazing dinner. But other than that, like I would just get like jerk chicken and rice and beans and maybe some fried plantains. And then I would have like maybe some ice cream or dessert, right? Or, or a virgin pina colada. And a couple nights during the week, we had room service and I ordered just like a margarita pizza. And there was never a time that I was like, okay, I had pizza. So now I have to have a salad to like com- counteract that bad, quote unquote, bad thing that I was doing to my body, right? But here's the deal. I believe in energy. That's number one. And let's just say you're eating a salad with chicken, right? Everyone thinks a salad with chicken is healthy. Let's just say you're eating a salad with chicken. And the whole time you're eating the salad with chicken, you're like, I hate this. This sucks. It tastes like shit. Why am I eating this? I'm trying to be healthy. I'm, I'm a fat pig, whatever. You're spelling. You're casting a spell over your food. It's almost like praying over your food. You know how like I'm a Catholic. I grew up Catholic. And we would say grace, right? And you would like say, thank you, Lord, for these like, gifts that I'm about to receive from my bounty. Christ, our Lord, I'm in. Okay, whatever. Or whatever we would say. What you're doing is you're blessing that food. You're speaking victory over that food. You are casting a spell over that food. And it's the same thing when you're eating something quote unquote healthy, but (laughs) you're casting a spell of hate and badness and disgust and anger and all these things. So as you're eating this healthy salad, you're actually putting, you know, all of those things into your body. What is worse? Having a pizza and fucking loving it and being like, oh, oh, like having an orgasm, like a foodgasm when you're eating it or eating a healthy salad and like speaking like hatred over it and then eating that hate. Okay, that's just my personal opinion. So I did that the whole time I was away. And it was like the most life-changing experience that I've ever had because I was like, oh my God, I never felt guilty one time when I ate. It was so liberating And then all of these things from my past started coming up. And I'm going to do a whole podcast about this that's separate also about how my disordered eating came to be. You can also go and watch a video that I posted on the Ambitious app all about my disordered eating. Um, Trigger warning, I was very upset when I did this uh, video and I was crying hysterically, but I think it was the most real, raw, and vulnerable that I've ever been in my entire life. You can only watch that on the app. So if you haven't already joined the app, get on over there and watch that video because it will explain so much. But I started realizing like I have had disordered eating and all of these atrocious thoughts since I was a young girl. I remember my grandmother used to have a magnet on her fridge that had this picture of this big fat lady and it said, a moment on the lips forever on the hips. So every time I would go into the fridge as a little girl and I would get something to eat, I would always see that magnet and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to look like that lady. So I better eat like, you know, a piece of fruit and like, you know, whatever or not eat at all. Uh, and so I've had this disordered eating since I was a child and it just, it got exacerbated from me doing pageants and being in the, in the fitness industry for so long and, uh, and just, you know, as someone who competed their whole lives in, in, in beauty and fitness, you start to feel like the only reason that people love you is because, you know, you're in shape and you're fit and then you don't even want people to see you when you're not in competition weight because you're like, oh, they're going to think I let myself go. They're going to call me a fat pig. They're going to make fun of me. They're going to gossip about me. 
But at the end of the day, we as ambitious women, we can't give a fuck what people think about us. We can only give a fuck what we think about ourselves. And I was like, damn, Katie, like you're preaching all this shit to all these people, but you don't think very much about yourself at all. So that's when I had this epiphany. And I said to myself, I'm going to come home and I'm going to eat whatever I want to eat and I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to work out every day. I'm not going to weigh myself. I'm not going to do all of the shit that I've been doing for so many years thinking that this is just normal. And honestly, in one week of my life since I've been home from vacation, my life has changed exponentially for the best, for my highest, greatest good. And then I started really thinking about what are the most important things in our lives? And I came up with this list and I really can't, I really want you to listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth and I want you to listen to this podcast and I want you to take all the things I'm about to say and sit down and think about your own life and how you can change your life just by using this list of what I feel in my opinion, since my like whole epiphany is the most important things in life. Okay, so I have 10 things that I feel are the most important things in life. And I was listening to, um, it was a TED Talk, and I don't remember what the TED Talk was, but it was about um, like your last days on earth, like what's the, what matters the most. And this person that was doing this TED Talk was talking about how Stephen Covey, who wrote um, the, what is it, the, the, uh, the habits of highly effective people. I always, it's just such a fucking, why did he name it that? <laughs> like, come on, man. It's a friggin' mouthful. Stephen Covey's no longer with us and he was a time management expert and I love that book. Um, so if you haven't picked up that book, pick it up on audiobook or you can pick it up in um, just regular book form. It's such a great book. It's super old, but it, I think all of the things that he talks about in this book ring true. And he was talking about Stephen Covey and he was saying how Stephen Covey was talking about this woman who was a college professor And she had a huge mason jar and she posed this question to her class and she said to the class, okay, here's this mason jar. This mason jar is your life and I'm going to put all these big rocks in the mason jar. So she had all these big kind of like big beach stones are pretty hefty and she put like maybe 10 big rocks in this mason jar and then she said to the class, is this mason jar full? Meaning, is your life full? And they were like, yes. And she's like, wait. And then she took a bunch of little tiny pebbles and she poured those pebbles into the mason jar with the big stones. And the pebbles kind of filtered around the stones and fell around the stones and took up a little bit more space in the jar. And she says, is this jar now full? And they were like, yes. And she's like, okay, whatever, ding-dongs. And so the next thing she said is, she's like, wait. I'll show you more. And then she took beach sand and she poured that beach sand in. And then the beach sand, these little tiny minute uh, pieces of sand took up the rest of the jar. She filled the jar up to the top. And pretty much the whole moral of the story was the most important things in the life, which is your, the big jar are the big stones. It's not the little pebbles and it's not the little pieces of minute sand. Because the pebbles and the little pieces of sand are all of the fucking chaos and the distraction and the bullshit and the minutia that at the end of the day, when you're lying on your deathbed, it ain't going to fucking matter. 
It is not going to fucking matter. The things that matter are the big stones, the hefty stones, the things that are most fulfilling and anchoring and life affirming. And I just loved that story so much. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. So this is my list of the things that are the most important things in life. And like I said, after I talk to you, I want you to sit down with a notebook or a journal and I want you to write out what are the most important things in your life. Not the minutia, not the pebbles, not the sand, but the big hefty stones. So the first thing that in my opinion is the most important things in life is good health. I have in the last two years had some health issues, little stupid things. So as you guys know, I've had some problems with my lady bits. So I've had some problems with um, fibroids, uterine fibroids. I've had horrible, horrible periods. Like when I tell you like the periods were so bad that I couldn't leave my house for like three days, which really just fucks up your life, especially as an entrepreneur when I'm leaving my house every day and I'm seeing clients and I'm doing work outside the house. Like I would literally have to, maybe this is TMI, but I would literally have to wear like a full blown like fucking Depends diaper because it, the blood was so heavy and I was in so much pain and I was so sick and so lethargic and so tired and just so drained. I literally couldn't even function. And then uh, last year, to actually two years ago, I was golfing and I just twisted my foot wrong and I tore my plantar fascia in my right foot. So there was like three months where I'd have to sit on a chair in the shower and wash myself. Like it was the most elderly fucking thing that I've ever been through in my life. Like Matt would have to like pick me up and I'm a big bitch and he would have to put me on this chair and I would like wash my body and wash my hair. It was a fucking mess. I walked with crutches, then a boot. It was just, I couldn't move. I couldn't work out. I couldn't do anything. And when that happened, I gained a lot of weight because I couldn't exercise and do the things that I usually do. I'm very active. I get between 10 and 15,000 steps a day. I work out six days a week. I have a gym at home. I have a gym at my, I have a gym in my wellness center. I couldn't do shit. And then because I was so depressed, I was just drinking my face off and eating like a fucking pig because that was how I've always numbed my feelings with alcohol and food. And then so you can't move and you're eating a lot and you're drinking a lot. You're going to fucking gain weight. So I gained about 40 pounds. And for me, that was so hard as someone who's in the wellness and health industry to look like a certain way and to, you know, feel a certain way. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're 40 pounds over the normal weight that you feel good at and you can't do all the things that you normally do. So that was really hard. And then in this last year, um, I had a really fucking fluke thing happen to me and I was feeling like horrible chest pains and it wasn't heartburn because um, people are like, oh, it sounds like heartburn. I'm like, no, it's not heartburn. It was literally like the pain in my chest was so bad that it would go into my back. It would go down my arm. Um, I was doing a healing session one day and it was so bad that I literally was going to call 911. It was just so horrible. And then I ended up having, I because I'm a healer, I'm like, I can heal this myself. I can heal this myself. So I was like watching everything I ate and I wasn't drinking and it was not getting better on my own. And my husband was finally like, dude, you have to go to the doctors. Like, I know you're a witch and I know you think you can heal yourself, but like, this ain't gonna hack it. Like, this is where modern medicine is like a good thing. So I ended up going to the doctors and um, I was diagnosed with two, two separate things. Number one was I have a right branch bundle block in my heart, which is not really a big deal. 
It's not like I have a, a, a heart problem. I could have had this from childhood. I could have had this. It doesn't, it's actually, they say, doctors say that it's actually normal in a lot of women my age. Okay, that's fine. So I had to go to the cardiologist and do all that shit, blah, 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 whatever. But the second thing was I had to go to a gastroenterologist and I went through upper endoscopy and all these different pokings and proddings and they ended up diagnosing me with like severe GERD, um, gastritis, and I've been on some medicine for that as well. And I feel like a million bucks. Like the medicine helped me so much. I'm actually look. I'm actually meeting with my doctor, um, Eric Artelino. He is amazing. Um, he's at Leahy Clinic in Boston, and he helped me immensely. And I want to get off this medicine because I don't like medicine. If you guys know, I don't take medicine. So I've been on this medicine for a little bit, and I just I want to get off of it because I feel so good. So I have a. I have a one-on-one with him uh, in March, and we're going to hopefully get me off that medicine. So I'm not trying to like, listen, I'm just telling you what the fuck's going on. I'm not, I don't want you to, guys to feel bad for my little GERD and my heart, my heart issue. I'm telling you guys this because in the last two years, I couldn't do shit. I couldn't focus on anything. I mean, yes, I was serving my clients, and I was doing my best, and I was creating, and I was doing the app, and I was doing bitch paloozas and I was, I was doing a lot of shit. But if you guys know me, like I'm a, I do a lot and I couldn't do probably a quarter of the things that I would do that I would do before. And it just made me realize like, wow, like health is so fucking important. Like if you really truly want to live an ambitious life, you have to be healthy. You have to be healthy. And for, and healthy means different things to different people. You know, for me, healthy is being able to work out, not have pain, sleeping well, eating healthfully, not drinking alcohol, taking my supplements, doing those type of things. For other people, health health is a different thing. But whatever health means to you, figure out what it means to you and do the things that it takes to get yourself to that place because you can never really truly be happy and wealthy and successful if you don't have your health. Right? I think like the Dalai Lama once said like the problem with men in this day and age is that they trade their health for money when they're younger and then they have to trade their money for health when they're older. So let's get out of that hypnotic rhythm and realize like health is so important in my important in my opinion if you don't have health you don't have shit. And that was a huge eye opener for me in the last couple months. So that is why I am so hell-bent on really working on true health, not what the outside world thinks is healthy to me, but how I feel in my own skin and how I feel in my own physical body. That is the most important thing. So number one, good health. Number two is purpose. If you wake up every day and you don't have a purpose, and I don't give a fuck if your purpose is like, I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home mom and I bake sourdough bread let that be your purpose is to be the best mom that you can be to raise really enlightened, wonderful, kind children to be adult humans on this earth and make some good ass sourdough bread and be like a a homemaker. What the fuck is wrong with that? I'm so old fashioned. See, I think that college really fucked me up it it just pushed this agenda of women having to be masculine and having to like go out and make the bake, you know, get the bacon and fry it up in the pan and fuck men. We don't need men and all these things. I am so conservative 
and I know, I know this will really horrify a lot of people, but I actually like gender roles in my marriage. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I want my man to be the most masculine, divine masculine, not toxic masculine, but the most divine, masculine, protective, loving, strong, burly man who works and who can take care of his family and who can protect me if something happens. And I want to be the woman who keeps a beautiful home, who cooks beautiful meals, who you know, folds her husband's socks and underwears and puts them in a perfect row in his fucking sock and underwear drawer. I love being a woman. Now, can I still go out and freaking be a badass bitch and make money and like be successful? Absolutely. But when it comes to like my home life and my purpose, that is so important. And I think that so many women are like, well, I'm just a mom and I'm just a mom. That is the most important fucking thing that you can do in the world is to be a mother. And if you love to keep a beautiful home and you love to be a stay-at-home mom, you're you have purpose. You know how many women go out to their nine to five jobs and they're climbing the corporate ladders and they're wearing their power suits and they're doing all these masculine, like manly type jobs. And all they do is when they're at work, they think about being with their children and they think about baking bread and they think about being with their family. Is that successful? Is that what's important in life? No, I bet half of the women that are in and bitches would love to just be a mom and stay home and and like have a little income on the side. But we've been so brainwashed to think that anything that's purposeful means scratching and clawing and grinding and hustling and fucking getting the bacon and frying up in a pan and like being like, I don't fucking need a man. I don't need a man. It's like, you know what? <laughs> we fucked ourselves. We really, really, really fucked ourselves in a lot of ways. So to have purpose, whether it's a stay-at-home mom baking your sourdough bread and dressing up in lingerie for when your husband comes home, Mad Men style, 19 fucking 50s with a martini in his slippers, do that, girl. Don't be fucking, don't feel like you have to succumb to the fucking narrative of toxic femininity, which is like, I'm, I don't need a man. I'm just going to go out and work and I'm going to grow a dick. Stop. Purpose is everything and it's different for every person. So my purpose in life, and I have a few, but my main purpose in life is to educate, empower, and inspire women and men to live life ambitiously, whatever that means to them, to become the head bitches in charge of their magical life. That is my purpose. So what does that mean? So that means every day when I wake up, I wake up with the sole purpose on my mind is how am I going to empower my people today? How am I going to educate them? How am I going to inspire them? How am I going to show up? And then obviously I have other purpose purposes, purpose I, whatever the fuck. I want to be the best wife I can be. I want to be a great mom to my stepdaughter, Karina. I want to have healthy familial relationships with my mom and my dad and my sister and my nieces and my nephews, right? I want to keep a beautiful home. I want to entertain people at my home. I want a full life, but my my number one purpose is to be the leader of the ambitious movement, okay? So just because your purpose does not look like my purpose doesn't mean it is not worthy 
of being your purpose. So the second thing I think is the most important thing in life is purpose. And I have 10 of them here. So number one is good health. Number two is purpose. Number three is love. Love is so important. Love is really truly what makes the world go round. But I'm going to stop for a second and I'm going to say, but loving yourself first. We're looking for love all over the place to fill the heart size hole that's in us. When God put you here on earth with everything that you need inside of yourself to be the person that you're supposed to be. And we as women, especially, we're looking outside of ourselves for love. So we fuck random dudes because we think that that's love. We date every asshole in the city because we think that that's love. We don't show up as the raw, real women that we're supposed to be because we don't want people not to like us, which means they'll never love us because we're not their cup of tea. But here's the deal. Love for yourself is number one. And then when you truly love yourself, you're going to find the right person. I always tell people that I coach, do you want to find someone right now when you're not even the person that you desire to be in your life? So let's just say, let me give you an example. Let's just say you're, you're a big piece of shit right now. You're all fucked up, right? You're, you're just in every way. You're just confused. You're, you're scared. You're in a fear spiral. You're not taking care of yourself. You don't have a purpose. You just feel like a plastic bag floating through the wind. And some guy says he loves you. Who the fuck does he love? He loves this, this fucked up person. Don't you want someone to fall in love with you at your best at that moment? You know, if you're in a low vibrational frequency state, you're going to attract the same mate to you that is also low vibrational frequency. I do so much coaching with women who want divorces. And I say to them, if you were who you are today, living your ambitious lifestyle and being the head bitch in charge of your magical life, would you marry this person? And 99.9% of the time they say no. Because they know when they married this person, they were fucking drifters. They were not ambitious. They were not in control. They didn't know why they were here. They didn't even love themselves. So love yourself first and the love will come. And love is number, I mean, it should have been number one on the list, but it's number three today here on the Ambitious Podcast. Number four most important things in life, family. Listen, you guys have followed me for a really long time through my ambitious um, evolution, if you will. And you guys know that I've had a lot of issues with my, my family, but my family is so dear to me. I love them so much. And over the years, I've learned to accept them for who they are. And I think that they've learned to accept me for who I am. We have the most amazing relationship. My mom and my dad are my best friends. We do everything together. They're so supportive of me. I'm so supportive of them. I'll do anything for them. They know that and vice versa. And it's such an amazing healed relationship. And I feel like over the, over the years, it's going to even get better and deeper and more healed. And just we're going to have more fun and more connection and more love. But there's nothing more important than family. Now, it doesn't mean that if you have a toxic family that you have to expose yourself to those people. Sometimes when your family's being toxic, you may have to cut them off for a while. You may have to remove yourself for a while. You may have to cut them off forever. But that doesn't mean that you don't love and appreciate them as an ambitious person out there in the world. 
for everything that they are and for giving you life and for, you know, raising you or whatever. So number four on my list is family. Number five is friends slash community because I have an ambitious community over on the ambitious app, but I also have like a inner sanctum of friends, for for instance, that really don't subscribe to ambitious. Like they're not on my app. They don't really like my stuff on social media. Um, I don't see them all the time, but when I do see them, it's so incredible. It's so fulfilling. It just really just fills up my cup. And then I also have my really close friends that are like my inner sanctum of people who I see all the time. And then I have my community, my my ambitious community. And my ambitious community is comprised of these loving, supportive, incredible, like-minded women that are all coming together to be the HBICs of their most ambitious lives. And I really do believe that you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And if they're not ambitious, what the fuck are you doing? So if you don't have a lot of good supportive friends or you don't have a community, you can always join the Ambitious app. That's number one. But start really looking around at your circle of friends. And if your circle of friends are a bunch of bags of shit, you're probably not in a circle. You're in a cage. So only you can liberate and free yourself from that. The next thing is number six is having integrity. I feel like there's so many people out there in the world that just use people and are rapacious of people's energy and time and boundaries. And they're themselves not adding value. They're not adding service. They're not showing up the right way, how God wants us to show up. And I think integrity is so important. I have so many people, um, for, for example, they've worked with me in the past and they've signed up for memberships and then they just don't pay they just cut, they shut their credit card off because, you know, in their minds, they signed up for something that they thought was going to change their lives, but they didn't realize that they have to do the fucking work. I don't do the work for them. They have to do the work. And so they're like, oh, this isn't worth anything to me. I don't care about a contract. I just won't pay my, my last payment or my last couple payments. And they will fight with my billing girl and be like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Well, you signed a contract. You have no fucking integrity. You know, you have no fucking integrity. And you know how many contracts that I've signed in my life that I didn't use the services or whatever and find value in it? And I still paid my fucking bills. Have some fucking integrity because it's important. And when you lay on your deathbed someday, you're going to look back at your life. and You're going to be like, damn, I was a fucking good person. Not, not, damn, I was a rapacious piece of shit that just used people and just like walked all over people and scratched and clawed my way to get with where I'm at. That's not ambitious. The next thing, this is so random, but it's so important, sleep. If you are sleep deprived, it is going to cause so many health problems. It's going to cause so many emotional and mental and energetic problems. Um, I wasn't sleeping probably for the last two years because of my pain. And it was just so fucking draining. Like I look at pictures of myself during this time and I just looked so beat and so fucking tired And I just felt like a bag of smashed assholes. And I started getting really serious sleep hygiene, you know, going to bed at the same times at night, waking up at the same times at night, obviously not drinking alcohol, not eating too close to bed, taking my um, sleep supplements, anything like that. You know, just taking a hot bath or going in the hot tub or shower, doing my my pre-bed skincare routine, saying my prayers, doing my ambitious abundance affirmation, listening to some sound healing. 
I have a very specific sleep schedule. I talk a lot about this on the Ambitious app as well because I just feel like sleep is so, so, so important. Ariana Huffington of HuffPost, she wrote a whole book about sleep. Um, it was such a good book. And it's so important. If you don't have sleep, if you're not sleeping correctly, it causes so many problems. But then it links up to number one, which is good health. How can you have good health if you're not sleeping? You're not recharging your body. You're not rejuvenating yourself. It's not good for longevity when you're not sleeping. You age when you don't sleep. Your muscle tissue, you lose a lot of muscle tissue when you don't sleep. And you just feel like shit. So start adopting a sleep lifestyle if you haven't. And, and take a look after you, after you listen to this podcast, go and say like, how many hours a night am I actually sleeping? You'd be pretty surprised that you're not sleeping enough. And the next thing is the most important thing in life is time. You can always make more money, but you cannot make more time. Once the time is gone, you cannot get it back. That is just part of the human design. And it sucks a bag of dicks. And it really, really pisses me off. But it is what it is. I didn't make the rules. I didn't create the world. I didn't create the universe, okay? But if you are wasting your time constantly, I promise you, you are not living an ambitious life. And if you are trading your time for money at a job or a career that would pretty much you know, replace you within 24 hours after you died and not probably talk about you ever again, you got to really take a step back and rethink your life. So think about the places where you're wasting your time, you're giving your time to people who don't deserve your time and start to slowly or rapidly, however you choose to do it, fix that. You know, I just said on my app today that I will not be doing one-on-one coaching sessions anymore unless people really prove to me that they deserve it. Because I was just letting anybody, you know, coach with me before because I really wanted to help people. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's a waste of my time because the things that I tell them to do, they're not going to fucking do it in, in the first place. So take a step back, look at where you're wasting your time or that you're allowing people to waste your time and start to fix that very quickly. The next thing is, the most important thing in life is fun. My husband and I, we work so much and I had noticed recently that we weren't having a lot of fun. And when we were on vacation, I really did like, I went outside the box. If you guys didn't see, like I swam with stingrays, which is a fear of the ocean just makes me afraid. I almost drowned when I was little and then I almost drowned again when I was older. So I have a fear of the ocean. My husband's a huge scuba diver. He loves the ocean. So he's like, please, I want to go swim with the stingrays. I want to snorkel. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Okay, whatever. But I did it and I had so much fun. It was literally one of the best days of my vacation was doing this and Grand Cayman. And I was like, I said to him on the plane ride home, I'm like, when we get home, I want to just like make our lives like vacation every day. So every day, Matt and I do different things where we just laugh our fucking asses off. Like yesterday, um, we were watching this show by Chris Lilly. He's an Australian comedian. It's called Lunatics. I don't know if you've ever watched it before, but it is so not politically correct and it is so outrageous that it's like so funny that like I thought I was going to pass away like numerous times when I was laughing and Matt was like going to piss his pants and we were just laughing and laughing, laughing. And then this morning, Matt and I were having coffee and he goes, Katie, I haven't laughed like that since I was like 10 years old. And I was like laughing when he was telling me this, but then I felt like really sad too because I was like, wow, why haven't we laughed like that since we were 10 years old? Like that's fucked up. And we weren't drunk, you know, like we were just laughing because shit was really fucking funny. And it was so 
it was just so awesome. And I was like, dude, we need to laugh like that every day. So think about the things that you can do in your life that make you laugh like a motherfucker, that make you just piss your pants, hold your crotch laughing, and just try to infuse every day of your life with things like that. And I feel like laughing is so healing, right? They have yoga that's like laughing yoga. I'm not even joking you. Google it. And it's so healing. So have fun. Do things that are fun. Listen, everything that we do in life is going to be a shit sandwich, right? Like work, raising our children, cleaning the house, doing things that are just like, you know, mundane three-dimensional things. But if we infuse it every day with just a, with a little bit of fun, it changes everything. And last but not least, number 10, the most important things that I think are the most important things in life are having order in chaos. Right now, life is so chaotic because we have way too many choices. You know, a thousand years ago, you there wasn't grocery stores where you could be like, oh my God, do I want Fruity Pebbles? Do I want, you know, fucking Apple Jacks? Do I want Corn Pops? They, they're like, here, gruel, you know, porridge or whatever the fuck. Sometimes too many choices create chaos and create disorder. So what am I saying? Make sure your house is in order. Like I talk about this a lot in the book. I talk about this a lot in the app and, and on this podcast and every, every, all the times that I speak is, you know, your environment is so important. Your home and your environment is a direct reflection on what's going on inside of you. So if you've ever gone to my house, my house is in order. It's whimsical. It's fun. It, the vibe is super high. You go to other people's homes and it's a fucking house of horrors. It's, it's dirty. They're like hoarders. There's shit everywhere. And it's like, I realize like when people's homes are like that, it's like, oh, this is actually a reflection of what's going on inside, right? So get your home in order. Get the people around you in order. Stop watching the fucking news. Stop doom scrolling on social media. Stop getting involved in everybody's fucking business. Get involved in your business. Organize your life. Take the chaos out of your life. And when you feel like things are coming into your life that are chaotic and disordered, you have to say to yourself, okay, stop. Katie, you're doing shit that does not align with who you are and where you're going. Okay, get rid of this. Get rid of that. You know, call this thing. Um, streamline this thing. Get rid of this thing. And I promise you, your life will be so fucking different. So we're going to get deeper and, and more raw and real in the upcoming podcasts. Uh, I'm really looking forward to talking to you guys about some of the things that I've been having as epiphanies because I feel like if I'm feeling a certain way, a lot of you out there in ambitious land are also feeling a certain way. So my ask for you is I do this for free. I don't get paid for it. We don't have fucking sponsors on this podcast. All I ask is, is one thing. Just share this podcast with as many people as you can. If you think that this is really juicy content that will really inspire people, educate them, entertain them, motivate them, share it with them. You know, send a text with the link to this podcast, put it on your social media and don't forget to tag me on Instagram if you do. And I will see you over in the meantime on the Ambitious app. I hope this helped. And life is a beautiful thing. Life was not supposed to be chaotic. It's not supposed to be boring or a drag. It's supposed to be loving and happy and light and fun. But remember, we're the ones that are choosing it because if we truly are living in bitches lives and we truly are the HBICs of that life, then we are co-creating with the divine to make sure that our lives are the best. 
That being said, I love each and every one of you. Thank you for always supporting the ambitious movement. And don't forget to stay ambitious. And I will see you next Tuesday.